Where can Nintendo go after the success of the Super Mario Bros. movie? A Zelda movie? An Animal Crossing show? Let's discuss the possibilities. Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 132, recorded on April 18th, 2023. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Tyler. Hello! So we are fully aware that a Tears of the Kingdom trailer came out about a week ago. Um, but uh, I don't know much about the Zelda lore, and neither Famously, does Tyler. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be putting all discussion off until we can get nathan on the podcast to discuss all of that um mm-hmm. mind you we did discuss the gameplay trailer or the gameplay 10 minutes uh, about two weeks ago so if you want some discussion you can go back to that one onwards um it's been about two weeks since the super mario brothers movie came out and it has been breaking numbers at the box office it is officially the biggest animated movie ever you could consider um mm-hmm. well i guess by initial like first weeks it hasn't beat out like full highest grossing ever yet but it probably will yeah it's break it's broke like two-thirds of the um yeah. of the records that it really needs to <laughs> and like it hasn't released in asia yet or something like that yeah it's just... released in china um just not japan and likely japan will add i have to add probably another 200 million to that box office. Yeah. So it will most likely break all the records. Yeah. Um but. and then last week um you guys discussed oh, what the potential was for sequels to the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Um as well as some minor spin-offs. But this week we're going to talk about what other Nintendo franchises could go into the silver screen or the golden screen silver screen i'm pretty sure yeah i don't think i've ever heard called golden screen but yeah i'm excited to i just like just think about all the possibilities because nintendo is a lot of stuff mm-hmm. we got you into know. like a little bit last week but we tried to stray away from it as much as possible um but yeah like the the easy ones were like legend of zelda which is I feel like almost guaranteed at this. Yeah, I think Zelda is understandably delicate to the fan base. Everybody wants a Zelda movie, but they also want it to be done perfectly. Like they've yeah. seen the Mario movie. It was not done perfectly. It was done how it should be done. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I played it a little safe, but that's kind of what Mario is story wise. He's never been a crazy, over-the-top... Um, I don't think I've ever been shocked by a Mario story. Yeah. Where I think Zelda has a little bit more of that shock value. Exactly. And I think the answer should be yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Nintendo needs to be making live-action movies. That feels like a recipe for disaster. Like, would any any property work well in live action no <laughs> let's be honest I, maybe yeah. f-zero is the only one that i, I was gonna works. say that yeah <laughs> f-zero maybe with like the speed racer look to it where yeah. it's like really oh it might as well be animated but there's live action people in there yeah i, I don't think any of because like 
what are the human looking characters in Nintendo? Fire Emblem? Why would I want to watch that live action? Yeah, that's basically if they make it gritty, that's just basically watching Game of Thrones on crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah, I, I don't I don't think live action is even should be on anyone's mind. Especially considering how much money Mario made. It's not like the live action Mario movie did very well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I there's a lot of comparisons right now with Tears of the Kingdom and the Studio Ghibli film Princess Mononoke, um, mm. where the main character he gets his arm uh taken by like uh some magic or whatever. I I, I watched the movie, but I can't describe it. It's like a I I have evil also gelatin. Seen it, but I think I was falling asleep while I was watching. If I'm being honest, I do not remember that movie very well at all. That is one of the slower ones, I will admit. But anyways, for anybody that have seen that, that uh, anime art style could work, but there, I don't think there's any major uh, uh, anime animators out there that would take on making a Zelda anime. Yeah, um, I know the um, Lupin the Third, I think it was a movie uh, from a couple years ago, did a very, very good job of translating anime to 3D. And mm-hmm. I think that's like a possibility but i do think in general the goal of nintendo is to kind of westernize it a little bit not make anime movies yeah it's the point to apply to everybody because the north Mm -hmm. american demographic we go to movies more than any other demographic on the planet um that's why most countries or that's why hollywood uh does the math or does the box office math by domestic and worldwide Mm -hmm. and even like anime is a very like iconic look for the most part where i think um like a western style can kind of be applied anywhere like french animated movies kind of look the same as american animated movies just kind of look the same as and the list goes on like there isn't a super specific style instead of like the disney look or stuff like that yeah and with like what illumination does there is no specific style now how they write their jokes and how they make their humans and animals there is a certain style that you can connect but really it's animated 3d you wouldn't be able Mm -hmm. to notice yeah like despicable me definitely has a style but that is not at all seen in mario yeah but, like, I can tell actively that it was written by the Despicable Me people. Definitely. <laughs> whoever, whoever wrote Despicable Me probably sh- uh, threw in the uh, dog sequence in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that was very Illumination. I kind of forgot that happened in the movie. That is a very... Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, when I went to see it the second time, it was kind of brutal to, to sit through because it was obviously thrown in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, what a weird random thing to throw in now that I'm thinking about it. But that's not what the podcast episode's about. It's about what they what they going to do. Yeah. So uh, what are th- they going to do? I think the other thing a lot of people pointed out that if they want to stay with Illumination, what would be the best uh, IP to... Introduce. Mm. I think the first obvious one that comes to mind is Kirby. Yeah, Kirby could work. Kirby could work. A lot of like the bubbly ones, 
like this is kind of a like Yoshi is in its own franchise, but I think they could do like what essentially whatever the movie equivalent of like Yoshi's crafted world is. Mm hmm. Um, but again, that's Mario adjacent. A lot of the cute little guys outside of I don't know if they could do a Pokemon. I don't, I don't really know how Pokemon you make a Pokemon for them. It, I think a lot of Illumination style has like almost uh, exaggerated proportions for the humans at a lot of times, mm-hmm. and that just doesn't work with Pokemon. Uh, well, maybe Pokemon themselves, but not the Pokemon humans. Yeah, <laughs> like I think, um, I think the Illumination style would work pretty well for mother characters, but I do not think Illumination would write a very good mother movie. Yeah, and also considering uh, the general population has no idea what Mother is, yeah. let alone Earthbound. <laughs> so <laughs> that that movie would make no money. <laughs> it is true. It's not. It would not be the most profitable. I think Kirby is probably the best bet there because mm-hmm. they have the same kind of whimsical world style, um, and it's another adventure movie. You're going to different worlds. You're battling. Yep a non-human character which is really just a giant penguin (laughs) yeah or like an eldritch being (laughs) yeah or god (laughs) yeah um i think that's where it kind of draws the line how far do they want to go do they want to kill god in the first movie (laughs) yeah i don't know how that how that would play out also would kirby speak so oh yeah that's true I mean, in our casting, in our fake little, in our little things, Kirby is at least has a voice. So I don't know. I don't think they'd do it though. I think that was a part of the joke, is that Kirby shouldn't sound like Samuel L. Jackson. So it's funny to say that he does. Uh, do you think Illumination? This is another like deeper cut Nintendo character. I feel like they could do a Ice Climbers or a Punch Out. With the success of Creed, the, the, that series, <laughs> I, think, Creed movies. I think they could probably like work in, maybe work with, um, what's his name, something Jordan? Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. He could potentially direct a really nice animated <laughs> punch-out movie. That would be a funny... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think punch-out would be probably parody to a degree like i don't i'm not sure if it would be taken very seriously because punch out is literally a rocky movie but a video game yeah but i think it would be nice to see a like a a genuine uh, one not maybe not a genuine one but you know every time there's a uh not that there are a lot of them but every time there's a boxing movie it's always like okay a big guy with muscles versus a big guy with muscles maybe even bigger muscles so I think it would be kind of funny when you have those exaggerated characters in Punch-Out. You, I don't even know the character's name, so don't even tell me. But, you know, you got the big guy in, like, Canada, uh, not Canada, America shorts and, I think, a crown. You got the oh, yeah, that blonde King, dude. Though. You got the guy with the mustache and he's bald. Um, those are the ones that come to mind. But if they all mm-hmm. have, like you know, special powers that you can really uh, exaggerate in animation, that could be cool. It would be. I would be a little worried because Punch-Out! relies a lot on stereotypes, and I don't know how that would... Like, I don't feel like that... That's, like, funny as, like, a quick little character. I don't feel like you'd want a whole movie 
where you just have like an overt stereotype for every country. I feel like that could get <laughs> dicey. That's true. I mean, they could just lean on different like movie stereotypes. You got like the mob boss, and he's gonna fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of forgot that that's all their characters. So it'd be hard to translate, but I do think I would like to see it because I could see a really like fun movie where like uh, is his name Doc, Doc and Little Mac are just like so. have really good chemistry. I think yeah. that would be a very a fun time. But yeah. there's also like a lot of walking on eggshells you'd have to do to make it work. <laughs> and I think the character design illumination could knock out of the park for those. Oh, yeah. I could see a lot of Punch-Out characters in a Despicable Me movie. <laughs> yeah, the first one that comes to mind that could easily be an enemy of uh, Little Mac is the villain from Despicable Me 3. He's like, <laughs> addicted to the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I could see like Glass Joe being a Despicable Me side character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or even Vector in the ring. <laughs> I don't... I don't really think i know i could see vector get punched really hard by a short little guy he's kind of short himself though so i don't know you know Uh, he would like do the hump air thing whatever he says something 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 and magnitude (laughs) (laughs) when he says magnitude that's when the little gold star shows up that you can punch to like get little max super move in the (laughs) games um (laughs) But yeah, I think I that would be fun, but I do think on average Illumination would not be able to pull off the more like not serious, but like the Nintendo properties that kind of take themselves more serious. Like a Metroid yeah. or a Star Fox or a Legend of Zelda. Yeah, those don't work. Now the mm-hmm. one that I was thinking about that almost straddles the line between serious and not serious, like you know, Nintendo fun would be Splatoon. Mm-hmm. I the character design and art style kind of lines up with Illumination. They won't uh-huh. have much uh creativity in that area. But yeah, I just I don't know what Splatoon movie would be. Would it be like the little inkling had their dreams of being a pro splatooner for so long and like their chance is finally revealed or something like that like is that how you do the movie because i feel like that kind of movie's been done a million times yeah but with paintball i don't think it's ever mm-hmm. done that <laughs> yeah but like i feel like mario was able to like mario's mario everyone knows him so it's a little easier to do like the mario story where splatoon doesn't really have a story that's easy to adapt. Yeah. I guess Unless they go for the agent stuff, like the actual story mode. Yeah, I can't see them going for the agent stuff unless they wanted to do like a uh in the middle of a the final battle, uh Dr. Octavio comes up and yeah. not Dr. Octavio, DJ Octavio. <laughs> he comes and up Spider-Man. and now all eight inklings that were initially fighting their last a semi-final battle or whatever have to team up and then you get a cool final uh-huh. sequence but then you would have to make a story around that and it just doesn't work yeah it 
I think it's possible, but it will be diff- would be difficult. Yeah, you would have to get some creative writers, aka not illumination writers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was gonna be like, well, I think illumination can. Then I thought about it a little bit, and I don't think any illumination movie has like story wise been super interesting. I do think. Oh, that that I was gonna say Blue Sky. Well, that studio is dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunate. They were bought by Disney, and if I'm being honest, I don't think Nintendo will, is going to hit up Disney at all to make. Yeah, they will never stuff. do that. <laughs> that feels like yeah, something that just simply will not happen. So, like, what animation studios do you have? You have like in the West at least, uh, Sony Illumination. Uh, that kind of feels like it. I, I I don't know though. They're. You can get like there is more studios outside of that. You have the anime studios we've mentioned previously, like uh, more J- Japanese centric. Um, I know Korea has a lot of animation. I just yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think there's not super high profile Western animation studios that aren't Disney, which is kind of terrifying to think about. I forgot about Dream- DreamWorks. I just don't think they'd. Oh, I just still don't. That doesn't feel like something that would happen. Although it is a little more plausible than Disney. Yeah. And you want to consider that because this is this is the biggest animated movie of all time, it's going to make them a crap load of money. And mm-hmm. Universal is going to want to keep that IP, any Nintendo IP, yeah. from leaving. Um, also considering they have a whole joint venture with the theme parks. So. Yeah, I do wonder, does, if, does Universal own any other animation studios? Are they with um, DreamWorks, or is that... Am I wrong with that? Um, Universal Studios Animation is its own company that I'm not sure exists. I don't even know if that exists. Yeah, just Google it that. It does not. It's this, it ended oh. in 2006. Yeah, DreamWorks is a subsidiary of Universal Pictures. Oh, so. Okay. If they wanted to, DreamWorks could probably handle like Zelda. I think and DreamWorks Metroid could and... do a good job. Yeah, that actually opens up a lot of possibilities in that case because like DreamWorks has a lot more of a variety, like a has a bigger variety of stuff. Mm-hmm. You have the Trek movies, the um, like the Puss in Boots, and like the bad guys, the more modern Spider Verse esque styles. You got um, uh, the How to Train Your Dragon series. Mm-hmm. How stuff. Like they are very similar in style, but their storytelling, like DreamWorks, I feel for the most part, has a good reputation making good movies for yeah. the most. Who's making that new TMNT movie? I think that's Sony. Uh, Nickelode. Oh, Paramount. Oh, <laughs> eh. yeah, that's hit and miss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think i hmm actually do you think any of the, the nintendo properties would work well in like that um spider-verse adjacent like 12 frames a second stylized animation i feel like you could do a lot with that but no i was gonna say but most of them like a lot of them don't lean into that feel but i think most of them do I could yeah. see Legend of Zelda movie with that style. A Splatoon movie, I feel like, could be very cool. 
Well, um, the, the uh, Tears of the Kingdom and um, Breath of the Wild, all of their merchandise or all their like uh, character renders have that kind of um, brush stroke look. Yeah, um, not that the games do themselves, but they kind of have that look. So I could see that. Hmm. If you really wanted yeah. to go with those trends, um, yeah. If if you want to go with one that really works, I think Star Fox could work in that style. Yeah, I definitely could see like a chip dodging a big laser, but it looks all cool. Yeah, <laughs> with a frame of pow or something. <laughs> yeah, something over the top like that, or yeah. like uh, you know, in Smash Bros. and like Wolf does his claw moves. They have like the big purple. Uh, oh yeah, lost streaks following. I feel like that could be his whole character, where he's just like the Prowler from Spider Verse. Yeah. And I'm also thinking about the opening scene of the Puss in Boots movie, the second one, um, where he was like defeating that giant uh, the Titan giant or giant. whatever it was. Yeah, yeah the giant giant. Um, I'm like thinking, okay, that's really good choreography for an animated scene. That could work really well if you want the battles in Splatoon to be expressive. Yeah, I, I think that style works uh, all like the action pack stuff i'm not sure if like an animal crossing would pull off that style super well because that's a no. lot more chill for anything animal think... crossing has to be series <laughs> oh yeah i don't see how you can make a movie well the thing is they have made a movie and it's actually pretty good <laughs> really yeah there's an there's animal a, crossing movie out there there's a animal crossing anime that i believe came out with wild world huh that is very cool um, i know yeah what's the plot in animal cross well it's literally they take the plot from wild world and it's this girl she comes to the town she starts working for tom nook and she just learns about the different animals and they just fair enough so it, it's very minimal. It it made uh, looks like sixteen million at the Japanese box office. Um, yeah, didn't make it. Didn't make very much. It was just kind of a promotional thing for uh, Japan. Yeah. Huh. The this thing is very interesting. I love those types of uh, shows, like those types of anime that is just slice of life, just doing stuff, meeting characters. So mm-hmm. I'm totally down. no that is like the perfect way to do animal crossing i just feel like in a movie that could get kind of boring although i guess like a movie like kiki's delivery service is very slice of life while also being a movie that's so it could work and a lot of people love kiki um but yeah now i feel like fire emblem is a weirdly big Nintendo. So it's I feel like it's say, but yes, <laughs> it like I it, I never think of it as like one of Nintendo's like big five, but it's probably it's like guaranteed in their top five. Yeah, it's if you don't count Pokemon because like Nintendo only owns a third of that, it's probably in the top three. <laughs> Mm, that's hard to say. I, I think it's like top three in terms of game recognizability in terms of the like the hardcore fan base of Nintendo. 
but yeah. in the general audience, nobody knows what Fire Emblem is outside mm-hmm. of Japan. <laughs> yeah, which would be a much more difficult sell. Yeah, and that one could be another series that they could do. Could be like yeah. an anthology series. It could be. Um, and I, I do think Fire Emblem does risk being generic. Uh, because like Fire Emblem doesn't have the charm that a Mario has. I don't think I haven't played a Fire Emblem game to completion, but it it's like Fire Emblem in general is like a fantasy setting, which is like a little more realistic than what Nintendo tends to go for. Obviously, there's big dragons and people that turn into dragons and everything, but I still think like there is a lot of movies about that. So I don't know how you make it super interesting yeah if you wanted to make a movie you have to really think about what you're going to focus on um because i think Mm. they could easily do a show and have it do like game of thrones style because the whole fun of medieval setting is almost the politics of how things happen in sequence but if you want to do a movie with action-packed sword scenes it's kind of difficult to uh, yeah sell somebody on a new race of people essentially yeah i do against think another race fire emblem 100 risk kind of being like uh raya and the last dragon uh where it's like this is fun oh you're right it looks good but it is it's like it was kind of haphazardly written and put in together i but i do think like a good a well-made fire emblem movie would essentially just feel like a well-made raya movie which I think would be good because it's well made. <laughs> yeah, that's almost the perfect comparison. One of the people, they, I don't know, there's a central dragon and there's two types of people on this one lot, Yeah. <laughs> Not that I've seen the movie, I'm guessing the plot is somewhere around that. <laughs> it's, it's like a, there's a bunch of different factions. It's very much Avatar The Last Airbender, except in like the fact that there's a bunch, bunch of factions. Uh, and then the dragons that... Here, I haven't seen the movie in a bit. The dragons are there, but now they're gone, and there's one dragon left. And this girl needs to save the dragons to like bring the dragons back to life by going on an adventure where they collect a companion from each section of the world. And there's a <laughs> bunch of really beautifully animated sword fights. You just described the entire plot of Fire Emblem Engage. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Except you, except you yourself are the dragon, and then you're just collecting okay. and going around. But that's it. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Hmm. And Other than I that, guess, those are the big ones. I think we can end it off on like a quick little discussion of if they make a Pokemon movie, because Pokemon is definitely up there. You have live action Pokemon, which I don't really think they'll be going back to uh they um, are still in production with the detective pikachu sequel detective pikachu yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and i think it, like you already have an established anime studio for pokemon so it'd be like a, a harder sell but i think you can to the point just to a point just give that studio a bigger budget and the movie will be a little more successful but there's already a lot of Pokemon, and yeah. they're but they all kind of 
follow one guy. It's very weird. Um, it might work better as a series. Because yeah. I still think peak Pokemon animation is like those YouTube, uh, the short YouTube videos where it's like just clips from the games, but animated in Pokemon anime style. I think it's, it's not Pokemon Generation because I think that's a show following red, blue, and green. It's something like that, though. Something like Generations, be it like, I don't think it's Evolution. Something along those lines. Yeah, it's and another I feel like word. Making... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a, a show that kind of feels like that, where it's rather, it's more just like showing off Pokemon, more of like an anthology. I think that's the best way to do Pokemon. Uh, because if you don't, you're just going to be reinventing the wheel. You're just going to be doing catch them, but again. Which yeah. they already are with the yeah, end. They are. <laughs> but still. Um, but yeah. as, I think as a final note, um, connected cinematic universe or cinematic universe? I a connected one could be, oh, there's little snippets of every part of each game in each movie. Or it's just, hey, these are separate movies. And when they want to make a Endgame or Avengers type movie, you're just going to believe that they're snatched from each universe, which yeah, I would prefer. I think, I think that's for the best. If I'm being honest, I kind of, I, I feel like a Smash Bros. movie is really, really far away, like an actual crossover. As much as we have our own videos on it, realistically, I think they're going to stay very separate for quite a long and then it'll be like uh, <laughs> Smash Bros will either be the peak or like kicking a dead horse yeah depending on which direction that the movies go in quality mm -hmm. if they follow us, the critic score or the audience score <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, if anybody else has any ideas uh, Spotify has a new feature where you can actually comment on the uh, episode itself uh, if you're listening on YouTube you can also just comment down below Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us in discussing where Nintendo can go after the success of the Super Mario Brothers movie. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.